Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. My braided up Nubian queen. <laughs> Beautiful princess queen. I did this for you. This is for your birthday. This is your birthday gift. Looking all Christmas gift wrap. <laughs> looking all turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on? What? Whoa, slow down. What's going on, everybody? By the time you see this podcast, it will have already been my birthday. <laughs> oh, we should. I should have got. I should have bought you some real balloons and see, put see. some balloons in here and made it festive. Should have put a happy birthday sign. Oh, that would have been cute. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been cool. It would have. I didn't you know. Even. Had a little podcast set, B day set. You know what I'm saying? I have some balloons downstairs. I have some orange ones if you want to blow them up. A little, little B day set. Nah, we good. Um, you, some candles. You want to blow out a candle for your birthday? Nah. I'm going to sing. Ready? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Are you done? Anyways, happy birthday. We should have did this on the one we recorded yesterday because my birthday will be Friday, the Friday that this that, Yeah, out. actually, yeah. The last episode went up on your birthday. Not unless I upload this one on Friday, and then but then that'll be backwards because my hair will be different. <laughs> I don't know why I think like that, but well, happy belated birthday, babe. Hope you enjoyed your birthday. Hope you had a good time I did. on vacation. I did. I had a great time on my birthday. <laughs> but how do you feel to turn thirty one? I'm not thirty one yet, so um How do you feel? I mean we're two days shy of it, so you might as well just go and hang out. You know, your I just I just feel like I feel like why did God give me all these gifts? <laughs> no, I really like I really I legit I that's how I feel. Oh, okay. I gotta insert the meme. Why did God give me this life? Why did he give me all these gifts? But I know it's not right to question God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so enough shenanigans. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. Uh, today we are talking about a topic that uh, I don't know how we came to this, but Cam literally like Googled something and then it popped up. But we want to talk about something. This is a little uh, not not uh, controversial, but. This is going to be one of those topics where we may be choosing violence a little, um, but I think it's interesting. So we want to talk about reasons why people get divorced and kind of discuss those reasons. Um, I mean, I don't know where this is going to go, but did you have something in particular that you wanted to say about the reasons? Yeah, so I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. So we were... Sitting in Nordstrom, eating lunch, and uh, bougie things. I don't even know how we got to the topic. I was asking you what we should talk about, and uh, I just literally I pulled up my phone and I was like, "Well, I remember I I gave a suggestion based on one of our Patreon members. Um, they asked a question oh, yeah. um, about when is it." When is it okay to ask for more from your spouse, even though they, you know, they do the necessary things well, um, but they just want, how do they verbalize if they want 
if they're looking for if if they want something more like if they are missing something but they feel like that makes them seem discontent in their marriage and if it's okay and when it's okay to express your needs you know like if if one of your love languages is not being met or like if you know you feel like that person isn't showing you enough affection or something like that but they're a good person they don't cheat on you they don't lie they don't you know you know what i mean um so they were asking about that and then we got on the topic of communication and how that causes people to not have successful marriages and then you looked up the leading causes of divorce yep and then that's how we got to this point yep it all started with communication yes it being the question that the individual asked and the things that we literally like repeat over and over and over and over and over yes. and over again. I think in every episode up until this point, we have at some point discussed the importance of communicating and effective communication because it literally everything boils down to communication. When you open up your mouth and speak genuinely on what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what's going through your mind, what's going through your heart, so on and so forth, and you express that to your loved one. It could be family, it could be dating, it could be husband, wife, it could be, you know, parent, child, whatever it is. When you communicate effectively, the relationship has an opportunity to thrive. Mm -hmm. When you do not communicate effectively, the relationship does not have an opportunity to thrive and you are basing the relationship on things that are never talked about. So it's, it's a bunch of assumptions and assumptions never leave anybody in any good state or positions. And so once we, once we got the question, I was was sitting down at the table and I was like, man, let me just look up, let me see what some of the leading causes of divorce are in, in society. And lo and behold, now this isn't, you know, like, uh, divorce rates.com or whatever. Uh, I just looked it up and, you know, some very reputable sites came up and then this one kind of had like a breakdown, but they asked a thousand couples who had been divorced. What were the reasons they got divorced in the year 2020? A thousand divorced couples from the year 20. So this is last year. This is six months ago. If you're watching this in the future, just know the year 2020 was crazy. I I pulled up my phone and then I began to look at these various reasons. Now they gave nine. So these are the top nine reasons why people get divorced or people got divorced in 2020. Number one. Guess. Guess what number one was. You already told me, so I can't guess. This is the show is fake. You're sure. <laughs> I already know what number one is. Sorry. I already know what number one is. Y'all can guess though. All right. Drum roll, please. Need a drum roll button. I know. Lack of communication. Lack of communication was the number one reason for divorce. So I'll I'll hit the point. I'll read the point and then we'll get to the rest of the eight. So this says uh, the leading reason for divorce, according to our survey, was lack of communication. Communication is key to any healthy and happy relationship. Being able to discuss problems, plans, goals and needs with your partner 
creates closeness, creates intimacy. We've been talking about intimacy for like the last month. It creates intimacy. When you're open, honest, and vulnerable, it creates intimacy. It's like, wow, I didn't know you were really feeling. I just opened up another part of you yeah. that allows you to see into me. Right. And I, I keep saying it like that, and I know it sounds corny and cliche, into me you see, but that's literally what it is. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like it either. It's It literally sounds like dumb. A gimmick. But, but, it, but when you say it, like that's what it is. But I think the key here is effective communication because some people feel like they communicated something, but they didn't communicate it effectively. Or they didn't communicate Talking. it in a way where it was... Um, going to resolve issues. Like some people feel like arguing is communicating. Arguing, fighting, being disrespectful is not effective communication. So you can't count that as right. we've communicated. No, you may have said how you felt, but it may have come out in a very harsh and angry and bitter or whatever, like a very confrontational way that wouldn't have resolved anything. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, sure. when you express your feelings. Um, how was it being funny? I, that's what I got from that. Uh, sometimes when you express your feelings, you may not be in a healthy state of mind. So then it comes out wrong. And then that communication is not going to like fix anything. It's not going to heal anything. It's not going to push y'all forward. We're talking about when we say effective communication, it's conversations where you both are listening, actively listening to each other and hearing each other without automatically thinking of a defensive response because sometimes you listen to hear trigger words so you can respond and re have a rebuttal and defend yourself no that's not effective communication either because you're not really listening you're not hearing the person that you're talking to yep like a conversation where you both are sharing love and grace with one another that is effective communication I agree, girlfriend. But unfortunately, people don't know how to communicate these days because of their devices. And we've gotten so used to just stating our opinions and not having any accountability for it. And you can just say whatever you want because this is my platform. This is my life. This, this is, is my, my truth. truth. This is my story. This is what I think. This is how I feel. And you have no regard for anybody else because it's your page and your so we get used to doing that and then don't know how to have an actual human to human conversation so then effective communication is like out the window because nobody knows how to communicate anymore because all we do is talk on the phone you gotta learn how to communicate all right that's my spiel take a, if you ever want to learn how to effectively communicate get off social media for like a month and just talk to people in real life and see how that works for you. Real life. Talk to people in real life. Oh, 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 real life. <laughs> I want to keep going. Um, yeah, so being able to discuss problems, plans, goals, and needs with your partner creates closeness. It also helps identify and fix any issues, which in itself can save your marriage. Mm. And then I was about to say the And the Bible says Wow uh, <laughs> Then it goes on to say Over 34% of the divorces In that particular survey Cited that lack of communication Was their downfall I feel like the rest of the 
the rest of the reasons are all gonna like be rooted in yeah in ineffective communication. People just don't call communication it communication. is the tree, and yeah. then all everything, uh, everything else, else is the branches. So, so I would have thought what I'm about to say now would have been number one. Number one, number one was lack of communication. Number two was infidelity. I would have thought that infidelity would have been number one because that's this is what. If you look at the way that culture is going these days, it is kind of cool looking at you. Um, <laughs> the way that like you can just get on Twitter and you'll see a large group of demographic saying, you know, men don't cheat. And then a friend of mine today, men, Harry. Men don't cheat? Men don't cheat. No, specifically, it's like the black men don't cheat thing, whatever, whatever. What? Where Where did that even come from? Yeah, I see it all the time. Oh. Then you have a large group of women saying that men cheat. And all men cheat. And you know me, I hate generalizations. Yes. I hate when you lump the species of all men based on the 17 dudes that you've dated. Right? Or... For men to do the same thing, like man, all girls, all girls are gold diggers, and all girls get their bodies done, or whatever, whatever it is that you know is in your mind, right? To lump all women into that category, it's just ridiculous, and that's the quickest way to lose credibility in having a conversation with me is when you say, "Well, all," I'm gonna be like, "Uh." talk to you later <laughs> so infidelity is number two right after communication the second most common reason for divorce participants cited was infidelity it says trust is a major component of any relationship that you have in your life your colleagues need you to trust you, or your colleagues need to trust you your friends need to trust you and your partner definitely needs to trust you. One major break of trust in relationships can lead to separations. Which can lead to infidelity. However, you choose to define infidelity, infidelity, <laughs> infidelity, whether it be emotional, financial, or physical, Infidelity is betrayal. Yep. That's true. The Bible says, whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. If you thinketh in your heart, if you think in your mind, you've already committed it. Because our minds are visual. Our minds are powerful. You think about something long enough, what you're going to do, you're going to go do it. You think about, if I think about a burger long enough, I'm going to go get one. If ice cream is on my mind long enough, I'm going to get some. <laughs> All right, I had to keep it PG. Although in some events, infidelity may simply be a slip up. In other cases, in other cases, extramarital, extra, I can't talk today. Extramarital affairs can represent deeper issues mm. than one of the partners. Lack of communication. Um, I think that always represents deeper issues. You don't just cheat because you just want to cheat. Like you, there's got to be a reason. 
This could be a lack of commitment to the other person or a sense of growing apart. While in some cases, the damage caused to the relationship can be mended with marriage counseling. In other cases, these can be complete deal breakers. So here's the here's the and I know we're talking about infidelity right here, but I just want to put a pin in this. Okay. Here's a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Who gave you this? Why did we do this? Why did we do this? Because you're just ridiculous at this point. Here's here's a thought. Check this out. I feel like you know. (laughs) You made me lose my thought by laughing at me. Oh, no, no. I got it. Here's the thought. I got to do it again. Ah, Jamie. Here's the thought. If you don't hear me say your thought, I, d- I had to start it over because you- you've said it so many times. You've said it so many times. Go. You ruined the intro again. Oh my God. Just say it. Come on. Here's the thought. The thought is that if we get married and we all, t- every wedding that I've been to, they say these vows. Till death do us part for richer, for poor in sickness and in health. If we say those vows, we should take those out. If we're going to have deal breakers. Till death do us part, unless you cheat on me, then till death. So then people, so then people need to start putting that. And obviously you have to honor your vows, both, uh, uh, protecting the, the sanctity of your marriage by not breaking trust and, and, you know, three-folded cord is not easily broken. But we just say stuff. This is this is how I know our culture. We just we just get in a habit of saying stuff just because it's always been said. But we don't really have any conviction on what we're really, really saying. Like marriage is not it's not a joke. Right. It is a covenant between the man and the woman and God. Right. So when I stand before the presence of my family and my friends and the people that I invited so I can pay for them to eat good <laughs> and dance, um, I, I'm not going to, you know, take my marriage lightly. And so I just think that we have to really, really, really take a deep dive and look at like. What am I really, really doing here? Yeah. Because it's not a joke. But but we do have deal breakers. Like what what if they did X, Y, Z? Like what is it that what was it or what is it that will cause you to be like, OK, that's it. I'm, but if we and I'm about to preach now, if if our marriage, if marriage that God ordained between man and woman for us is supposed to exemplify what Christ is doing for the church, then, I mean, God loves us in spite of all the stuff that we do. We cheat on God all the time. We, I mean, just the church is just, now it's a lot of, it's a lot of great uh, people doing great kingdom work, but the church as a whole, we have a long way to go.
So anyway, I'll get off my preaching soapbox. I'm not gonna get in y'all business. In, if you want to get a divorce, that's your business. Infidelity. But just saying, that's number two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I get it. I mean, we we are humans, right? You have if you have been uh, uh, a serial cheater. I mean, it's gonna be tough for your spouse to like want to stay with yeah. you, right? And then, okay, we can go to that that point in extreme that. What I've noticed, and I may get, you know, y'all may cancel me for this, whatever, that that's cool. But what I've noticed in urban culture, um, celebrity culture, Hollywood culture, people are just supposed to be loyal to you just because, like, loyalty is just this cool badge that we're supposed to wear. But, like, I'm not about to be loyal to a liar, a deceiver. I feel like it it doesn't, people don't just stop being loyal right after they get married. Like there were signs before then. Yes. But I mean, an individual can start off loyal in the proper sense and then have a glow up. When I graduated college and I came back home, like, People were interested in me. So what does that have to do with anything? If I'm experiencing something that I've never experienced before. You just all of a sudden get cocky and then start wanting to cheat? People do that. That that means that there was something already there. That it, that it, there was something already there. It may have that, been. That but means people that people do that. But but opportunity also exposes who you really are doors of opportunity expose people all the time hey, we see it all the time we see it yes when, but also in the gospel music industry for, for folks that you yes know, man, but it's like okay. they started out and they had such a good heart and it's but that's like, why how you did have they to come to this but that's why you have opportunity. to opportunity yes but but it's like you have to know what people's triggers are what what their insecurities are what like deficits they have because I feel like that's what makes the difference like if you had a you had a glow up okay that didn't mean once you had your glow up you was out here you know trying to get all the women while we was dating you know what I'm saying like it's not like when we got married now all of a sudden you look better and stuff so now you just want everybody attention because that's not in you it's not in your makeup it's not a character flaw of yours to want attention from people. You know what I'm saying? And I, I've known that about you from the beginning. So that wasn't ever really going to be a concern for me, but somebody who might have an attention seeking deficit somebody, or they might be they insecure. May not see it. You got to look hard enough. There's signs. I'm telling you that that's why you there have to have signs. discernment. You have to have discernment. This is why you have to have a prayer life. This is why you have to be whole and in, in a, in a, um, you have to be in a, in a position to where you can see beyond just what you like about a person and actually see the things that are unhealthy and recognize patterns. This is what premarital counseling is for. This is what spending, spending time getting to know people is for building a foundation with them before you start, you know, getting really, really serious. Like you see these, you'll see these things come up and then that's when you're like, okay, 
is this something that's going to be an issue? You know, I don't feel like there's ever, I don't feel like we're ever put in a situation where we can't learn the truth. If you really want the truth, it's there. You just have to be willing you to see it. You want the truth, you can't handle the truth. You just have to be willing to see it. Sometimes we just, we miss the truth because we're looking too hard at all the things we really want from a person. So you, you ignore the signs. The signs are, I feel like the signs are always there. I do not feel like, I don't feel like you're ever going to be in a position unless you force yourself into that position where you won't see signs that something is going to happen. I just, that's just what I believe. That's just me personally. You know, that may be a naive way to think, but you know. That's my man and I'm going to stick beside <laughs> I'm going to add more to it before I take it back. I just feel like, you know, I was the type of person I was never going to get too caught up in how much I like a guy to not see signs. But I also. This is why it's important I also for people, people to understand apart. the difference between infatuation and love. But I also pick people apart, too. So that that may be a toxic thing as well, because I I don't trust anything unless you prove me to be trustworthy. And I'm, I'm going to try to find every flaw that I can find. I had a very hard time finding flaws in your personality and your characteristics as a person. I had a really hard time. Like I was trying to find reasons to not like you. Like I was really digging. Obviously, we here. That's why I went through your phone that one time because I was I was seven looking years in the game. I was really. I'm like, there's got to be something about him that's not right. That's toxic. But I mean, I gotta know. Even the things I did find is like, eh, it's minor. I can search for all they turned. I'm gonna one day. I'm gonna grow up and I'm not gonna sing everything. No, I don't think that's gonna happen. It's not. It just it sounded good though. I saw the signs that that was gonna be something I had to live with for the rest of my life, and I've accepted it. I've accepted it. Um, Anyways, number three. Number three, inability to resolve conflict. That sounds like a communication issue. Yep. No relationship is conflict free, but being able to handle and resolve conflict often requires compromise. Uh oh, compromise. Stuff that folks don't want to do because I, I ain't changing for nobody. Problems arise when communication has broken down. There it is again, communication. One party refuses to compromise or if the issue is completely divisive. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. You have anything on that? Mm-mm. Another one that branches out of communication, drifting apart. Mm. If you are drifting apart from your partner, like y'all, I saw that. Oh my goodness, Kim Kardashian is on here. They got a new show, keeping up with the Kardashians. She on here on the show, boo hooing, saying, you know, Kanye needs a wife that's going to be supportive and going to support all his dreams and blah blah blah. And she's she can't be that. Why not? This is what because it doesn't fit her. This is what you signed up for. They weren't. I mean, it doesn't fit her dreams. It doesn't fit her her lifestyle. Marriage is constant compromise. There's a song. If you're not on the same page, you can't keep writing the story. That says, I believe uh, there were some sisters that were involved in this. They said, if you want to be somebody. Stop. All right. And you want to go somewhere. You better wake up and pay it. Oh, 
Back to drifting apart. Um, so with drifting apart, I feel like this is one of those things where, yes, communication could help. Um, but also, like, that's one of those key indicators that there is, like, no intimacy at all. Because you can't drift away from somebody you're not intimate with. I mean, you can't drift away from somebody you are intimate. You are constantly intimate with. So to me, drifting apart sounds like there's no intimacy. There's no quality time. There's no quality time. There's no friendship. And this is why we emphasize friendship over everything. Kick it. At the end of the day, we are best friends. That's the homie. Like, I actually like being around you. I actually like spending time with you. BFF. Because things, because everything that's built on top of that is going to change. Like, it's going to change. Like, life happens and things are going to change. So, like, if, if we are attracted to each other, attractions, our attractions are going to change over time because we're, our bodies change. The way we look changes over time. Like, we're not always going to look the same. We're not always going to have the same sex drive. I mean, that's just how it is. Hormones change. The thing, especially with women, our, our bodies change constantly, constantly changing. We are four different people during the month. That's literally, I have three different personalities. They vary week to week because of what my hormones are doing, preparing me for that treacherous day where I am, the floodgates are open. Okay, so listen, all types of changes are happening. I may not like you as much the week of. I may like you more the week after. That's just how it is. But under underneath all of that, all those changes and all those shifts and dynamics, finances change, jobs change, careers, uh, kids, uh, anything. Just think of everything that could possibly change in your life. All of that is going to change. It's it's not going to stay the same. But one thing that can always stay the same is our friendship. And if we have the friendship at the beginning and throughout the entirety of our relationship, then drifting apart is a lot harder to do because we're actually friends. And all those other things may change, but we have a foundation. That is why. That is why. That is why I always emphasize friendship over everything. At the end of the day, if you are going on dates with people that you are not friends with, please stop going on dates with them. Like, just ghost them, please. Just don't talk to them no more. <laughs> Maybe not don't talk to them, but scale back and just be friends. Learn how to just be friends with somebody before y'all actually start trying to be romantic because you're building romance on top of nothing. So then when the romance fades, ain't nothing there and you drift apart. Give me some claps. How do you remember when to shout, come on now? Good memory. That is why, like, when y'all watch the podcast and y'all see me and Cam interacting or whatever we're doing on social media or whatever, you see us interacting and we're acting like we actually like each other, it's because, like, we're actually, like, real-life friends. Watch watch what this says right here. Like, this, beyond... This kind of kind of intertwined with what you were saying. Okay. And then I have some thoughts as well. Okay. Um, here we go. Just because you had a lot in common at 20 does not mean you will necessarily be compatible at 30. Mm. If you have that mindset, just don't don't get married. 
because we're ha- we're constantly well, you, changing. You shouldn't then get married says, because you have stuff in common. That's not a good reason to get it married. It says, as people grow and evolve, all too often their lives no longer align with each other's. I'm constantly making sure that our lives align with each other's. Well, and then that goes back to us. That goes back to the equally yoked thing about being connected together. Um, we're bound together. We're one. Everything is we. Everything is. That's literally the name of our podcast. Everything is we. We're, we are together. So, like, even though I may have things that I like and you may, you may have things that you like, at the end of the day, our total existence is like one existence like we have the same goals we have the same purpose like we said this before yeah like we don't have different everything we do is we if you get if you go off and decide to start a new business doing selling golf balls guess what i'm doing selling golf balls we selling golf balls together. We have to agree that that's something that we want to do. You can't just be like, well, this is what I want to do. And I'll be like, well, this is what I want to do. Okay, well, guess we got to go separate ways because we don't agree on what we're going to do. Like, no. like The Bible says, how can two walk together except they be That's agreed. why, like, I'm I'm going to be, I'm always going to be supportive of you because everything you do is is basically me doing it too. Because you're a representation of me and vice versa. So I'm always going to support you. Like, when you be up preaching, I'm up preaching Man, I preach real good on Sunday. Because it's like you're my mirror. I mean, that's literally like how this works. My mirror is staring back at me. That's that's how this works. I, that's what I signed up for. I'm not I'm not going into this thinking, well, I got my own thing and he got his own thing and that's just it. Like we we support each other but we're not doing the same thing. Like that's not how I think. So this is as practical as I can make it. And it's like you already stated it. You're Motto going into a marital relationship should be everything is we. It should be. It should be. Like, I want you guys to adapt our philosophy. Just like Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. I want you to, to adapt the everything is we yes. philosophy. But you can't adapt that with somebody who doesn't agree on that philosophy. So you can't be with some... You can't be with somebody who doesn't agree on that. That's something that you have to like establish from day one. Like, okay, if we are going to start dating, like, are we on the same page? You like me. I like you. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause people don't be on the same page. Well, I think he likes me. He wants to go on a date with me. So I think he really cares about me. Dudes, we want to go on dates for all types of reasons. They don't be just going on dates cause they just like you. We, we know that for sure, for sure. Okay. There's lots of ulterior motives, obviously. So you got to have be on the same page with the person that you're talking to, which is why I said the friendship that helps. If you're friend zone somebody, you learn a whole lot about them when you're not trying to be cute. And I just, the romance thing is so, to me, it's so shallow. You, you need friendship more than you need romance. Sorry to say it. You need a friend more than you need a sex partner. Mm. Just saying. That's good. Because what if something happens to my body and I can't right. have sex with you for like two, three months at a time? Like I said, things change. So like if something happened to my body and I, we couldn't have sex, like are you still, are, do we still have something beyond that? Beyond just, oh, we support each other financially or beyond just, oh, well, we got these kids together. So, or, well, we bought this house together. So yeah, I gotta, 
I gotta like you because we bought this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people pile on reasons why they should be with somebody. Like, do you actually like this person? Do you like this person? Yep. And if you liked them before and y'all was really good friends before and y'all friendship is kind of fading, figure out how to work work that friendship back because that's really what's going to make the difference. You have to have a firm foundation. Yes. What is your relationship built on? And this is why we talk about the Bible because the Bible is our foundation for our marriage. And, right. and what I truly, truly believe uh, makes us look like and actually have a healthy marriage and relationship is because we're rooted and grounded in something. We, our foundation yes. is solid and we both agree upon that foundation. Right. Right. And it doesn't change based on how we feel. It's not feelings. It's, it's not, not feelings, feelings based. based. It's not feelings infused. Well, I feel like this is right. Because I feel like, cause if you feel like something is right, that, that is based on your own convictions and your own experiences. Somebody else may feel like something that you feel like is right. They may feel like it's wrong and they'll do the opposite. And then you'll be frustrated as to why y'all didn't agree because you're going based on feelings and not facts. Yep. So that's because why love is not a feeling. No, it's a choice. It is a decision. Right. I am choosing to love you. Right. In spite of. But the friendship is important because then you're not sizing somebody up just to see if you want to date them or not. Because I don't like that either. Like, don't just meet me and then start sizing me up. Like, okay, so what do you think about this? Like, you don't know me. I'm not going to tell you. Like, I'm not going to tell you all my deep, dark secrets and I don't even know you. We ain't even friends. You don't know me. You know me. Like, I was comfortable enough to tell Cam all my business and my, my whole life story because we was cool. We was friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't going to just do that with you on our first date. If we had never like hung out before or talked before or had a conversation before, I wasn't just going to tell you, well, I mean, here's the things about me and this is my life. No, like we got to know each other and really understand each other. And I learned who you were. And then I was like, okay, I like you enough to be open with you and build a foundation with you. You know, I know enough about you to where I feel like I can trust you. Peel back the layers of the onion. I know you're not just trying to have sex with me, so we can we can have this conversation. Or I know you're not just looking to be married because the Bible says you should be married and I, you want to be married, so you got to marry somebody, so you're looking to marry me because you think I'm marryable. Couldn't couldn't think about having sex with you because we were not. I know, I, did, I was using that way. as an example. I know, I know. That's... But I'm saying, you weren't just talking to me because you just wanted to be married or you just wanted to be in a relationship really bad, you know? I did not want a relationship with you and vice versa. We just was cool. So the, the fifth one uh, was financial issues. You can't, not that you can predict anything else, but like I said, there's sometimes you have signs, right? This is one of those things I feel like you could, you could easily get um, caught off guard with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a buildup that has to happen for somebody to like for y'all to dr drifting off drifting apart that's a build-up thing it builds over time like infidelity i feel like there's a build-up it doesn't just happen and if it does whoa but like most of the time there's a build-up there there has to be like a sequence of events that happens to where that ends up shattering your marriage and you and you divorce um but like finances is one of those things that's sneaky 
it's sneaky because everything could be going good. And then all of a sudden it's not going good. And then you don't know how to handle it because you've never had to handle that before. You know what I mean? And you may not be prepared for those shifts. Like imagine how many people got divorced during COVID because they lost their job and they couldn't, it changed the whole dynamic in the house. Yeah. And that's something they've never had to deal with before. Like I, I can, I mean, I can feel for anybody in any of these situations, but I could definitely feel for it. Cause that to me, when I'm thinking about the year that these the statistics were taken, um, that's definitely one of those things. Like you just, that's, that's hard. It's tough. It could definitely shift the dynamics. That's one of those things that it requires a lot of communication. Finances requires that. Like we told y'all before, we don't have the answers for finance things. We can't tell you how to do your finances in your house because we have literally been doing, we have been redoing and doing and redoing and getting help and advice and trying to figure out finances since we got married since day one, we still trying to figure it out. We have not figured it out completely it changes constantly learning, constantly, constantly growing, constantly figuring every year out. we redo how we do our finances. It's never the same because it's things are always changing, especially with me. You had a corporate job and I had an entrepreneurial job and my money was all over the place. Sometimes I was making it. Sometimes I wasn't. Yours was consistent, but it's like the dynamic is always changing. If I didn't like you, it could have caused some real problems, but I like you enough to, to deal with it. And just say, okay. If you didn't like me, we probably shouldn't be married. No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying though, that's why that foundation and friendship is so important. Because although we may not have everything together and we may not, we may make mistakes and stuff, especially like financially, we both have made mistakes before. We can make mistakes and I'm like, okay, I got grace for you because like at the end of the day, I know you're not doing nothing to purposely hurt me because like I'm all you have. So... <laughs> Like, it ain't like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, I lean on our friendship to be like, all right, like, I know you didn't, you're not doing anything to make me mad. I'm not going to, I'm not doing anything to, like, be purposely, like, messing things up. We're, I know we're both still learning. We have those conversations, you know? So it's like certain things I'm obviously not going to let get to a certain point because I understand your heart because... We have a friendship at the end of the day. But if we didn't have that and I'm just like, well, you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do this based on what I think marriage should look like and based on what I think you should be doing, then it could it could easily be an argument. Facts. Married for the wrong reasons. Like this could literally be like a whole episode. Maybe not a whole, maybe maybe 30 minutes. It could. It says some divorce some divorcees view their marriage as doomed from the start. Well, why in the world I know would some you? People. Maybe but I know people the couple that's married to too young, unprepared, or simply because they felt pressured to do so. I know a lot if of people the, felt pressured. Here we go. They in my message. If the foundation of the marriage was never right to start with, this will often lead to divorce. If you don't have nothing to build your house on, it's gonna crumble. If the Bible has the the parable of the the person that built their house on sand and then the person that built their house on a firm foundation uh, on rock. If you build your house on sand and then the the waves and and the wind blows in, your house going to crumble. But if you got a solid 
a, a foundation, a concrete foundation, like 99.99999% of homes in the world are built on, then you're good. You don't got to worry about floods and rains. 99.9% of homes that are built in the world. I mean, even even like when I was on mission trips in Mexico, like they built churches off, off like the side of mountains. That church ain't going nowhere. But anyway. Anyway. Marry for the wrong reasons. Marry for the wrong reasons. Like it says, if the foundation ain't right. I feel like. The marriage ain't going to be tight. Yes. It's so important to be whole and know who you are and work on yourself knowing knowing what you're really here for before you get married. Because when you understand who you are and what your purpose is for being on this earth, you will not just marry somebody for any random or not good reason. You know what I'm saying? Like get to me, getting married for a reason at all is like not a good reason. Like if you have a reason, like a like a concrete, like tangible reason why you're getting married to somebody, it's like somebody. If somebody asks you why do you love this person, and you give like reasons, like that aren't like I don't know, like they're all like feeling based reasons. I feel like that's not shallow. It's a shallow, yeah, like shallow reasons. Um, And then some people literally like. Some people give you 13 reasons. Stop. (laughs) You made me miss my, you made me forget what I was going to say. But yeah. Married for the wrong reasons. Married for the wrong reasons. That goes back to something we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Some people live, some people, this is, this is very important. Listen closely. Some people are living their life for other people. Yep. Please, if you're doing that, stop it. Stop living your life for other people. If you feel pressured to get married because somebody wants you to marry a certain person, do not marry them. That is not a good reason. If you feel like you're getting married to somebody because you like, because they're, they're pressuring you to marry them and you're not sure about it. Like, please stop. (laughs) If you feel like you have to meet a certain deadline, like you got a time frame in your head of when you were supposed to be married and you just gonna marry this person because you want to get married before a certain age, don't do it. It's not a good reason. If you feel like you too late, so you rushing because you feel like you missed your, your time frame, it's not a good reason. Not a good reason. Not a good reason. If you're looking to be married to somebody because you just want to be married really bad, it's not a good reason. Wanting to be married is not a good reason to be married. Different priorities. In some cases, couples realize that their futures are not running parallel. This kind of goes to going in different directions. This goes back to our equally yoked. Listen, if you haven't watched the episode where we talked about being equally yoked. Drifting apart, that's the same thing. That, that goes back to this, this whole idea of... We have different paths that we're on. First of all, your teammates, you're on the same team. Why are you married to somebody if you want to play for the Miami Heat and he want to play for the Lakers? You like my basketball analogy? Y'all, y'all both got to be 
Team Lakers. Because that's on two different that's on two different sides or of the country. Heat. You can't you can't be married and say, Come Well, I want to be on this team and I don't care what team you're on, I'm gonna stay on my team. And you can't wear them half and half jerseys either, because that look ridiculous. It does. You can't do that. You can't you can't wear Nike and Adidas together. You look dusty. Your hair is uneven. <laughs> you cannot you cannot wear Nike and Adidas at the same time. You just can't. I mean, people do it all the time. People do it. That's not a good analogy, but you know what I'm trying to say. You perpetrating. You can't be a blood and a crip. Pick a team. <laughs> Whoa. All right, last two. Uh, lack of freedom. Ooh, Whether controlling. it is freedom in their career, freedom to travel, this is one of those things. Friends or enjoy their favorite hobbies. Lack of freedom led to divorce among over 11 percent of people in that survey. And last, why? Ooh, some people be enslaved in their marriages. I'm sorry, they do. Wow, that's unfortunate. Lastly, abuse. Three point five percent of respondents to our survey cited abuse as their reason for divorce abusive relationships are still unfortunately all too common yeah abuse comes in different physical abuse emotional abuse verbal abuse no matter which form it comes in it's never okay Mm -mm. and it's not something that anyone should have to endure no all right i feel like abuse is abnormal use when someone is abusing you they haven't they have a whist, uh, whisted, a twisted, uh, and wicked and perverted view of what the normal use is for said individual thing, whatever, yes. whatever, whatever. When people abuse shoes, it's like you don't understand the normal use for shoes. When people abuse uh, cars or abuse, abuse alcohol or alcohol, abuse drugs. alcohol abuse, drug abuse, they abnormally use it. I don't even know why drugs are even available in this day and age when people know what money. they do money uh, uh same with money. same with cigarettes money uh, uh money even you know folks would even say even alcohol like it money. literally causes all kinds of 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 issues and 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 when it's not used yeah so correctly very very serious topic and so uh for anyone out there that is going through abuse uh we are praying for you. We yes. Pray that you We're praying for even, any of these. Yeah, any of these, for sure. But, but I feel like out of all of these, abuse is probably the the one that I'd be like, absolutely not. You need to get out. Yeah. As sure. quickly as possible. Absolutely. That's one of those things. I I don't, I'm not like pro-divorce when you feel like divorcing. You know what I mean? But I feel like there are some cases where like it's a, it's a no-brainer. You, you need to go. For your own, like if your life is being threatened, you probably should not continue in that marriage um, because that's not something that you want to keep putting yourself in, particularly physical abuse, for sure. Never okay. Because I believe, and this could be another topic too, we were talking about like, like, does God have certain people for certain people? And then the Bible, there's a scripture, it's uh, that good acceptable and perfect will of God. So there's a good and acceptable and perfect will. So there's there. I believe you think that scripture, those are not all in the same good, acceptable, perfect. Those are like tears or good and perfect are nowhere close to each other. I think, I don't know if those when you do good are, on your test, you didn't do perfect. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think that's what that means. I, I, I could I could be wrong. I'm going to ask my theologian because the friends, word good do, in the Bible 
means something different than our word for good, I think. Yeah, but each scripture you have to take in the proper context. So I, I'll have to do some more right. research on that. But. So that's what I'm saying. Is, it, is that one of those, like, because God is good and he's also perfect. So in that case, isn't good and perfect on the same level? It depends on who the writer is, who's saying it, who's being spoken to. Touche. So many things, but. When people have asked me questions about divorce in the past, it's more or less like, when when is it okay to leave and when should I try to stay? And, um, like, out of all of those topics, like, which ones, which ones are, like, work-throughable and which ones are not? You know what I mean? But that's, I, I feel mean, like people would want to know what we thought the, about that's that. That's on the individual. It really is on Obviously, the individual, if, but for if us. If you're being abused, abuse is a deal-breaker. Even though there are people who have probably and dealt infidelity. with. infidelity. Even though there are probably people who have dealt with abuse in their marriage and then, you know, God could deliver them and then they stick through it and they stay married. That could also, that could very well happen. Um, so we're not saying that in any case they should always get a divorce. We don't know. We're just giving our opinions on things, obviously. But based on information that we know, like certain situations, most times when people are being abused, it doesn't get better. So it's probably just best that you separate yourself from that person and try not to, you know, continue on in that cycle. Um, But to me, any of those other categories, I feel like most of them are work throughable and the relationship can be salvaged. Listen, we are giving our perspective on these things. Yes. Obviously, seek help. Yeah, of course. Seek counseling. And every situation is different too, so you can't say that that well in this situation they should have stayed together or this situation they should have they should have been divorced. You know what I mean? Like you never it's always it's going to be different for every relationship. So for some people, something may be a deal breaker. For some people, it may not be. It just depends on the situation and how long it's been happening and how severe it is, you know. Yep. So. Yeah. That's Interesting table topics, though. To table topics for discussion. This is this is not like us giving advice this is just us talking about something so if you guys have thoughts and opinions you are welcome to put them in the comments we are not here to tell you what's right or wrong we're just here to give our opinions on what the information that was presented to us so appreciate you guys i just want to reiterate that i'm not a life coach i'm not a life coach i'm not a life coach appreciate you guys for tuning in (laughs) my eyes are getting weary and my back is getting tight. Oh, but you got a chiropractor appointment tomorrow. Amen. Praise God for chiropractors. Like that's that's the first time where that song literally applied to how I actually feel. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are getting weary. My eyes are getting weary when I was putting my eyebrows on. Back is getting tight. Back is getting also, tight. Also, it's, it's fresh braids day. So my head is not comfortable right now. Um, with this, with these earphones on, I had to move them back because it was making my head tight at the top, my sensitive spot, my soft spot up there. Rude. I was why, trying to. Why you put the crickets on me? I was trying to see which one that was. Okay, y'all forgive Cam while he learns this board. We're gonna have some new sounds next time. Yes. But uh, hey, once again, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, like. 
comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you can be notified every time we drop some new heat, man. Every time we drop some new fire, man. Just want to give you keep you up to date. You know what I'm saying? Keep you posted. Um, subscribe, subscribe to the Patreon. We Liddy over there. No kizzy, no cap. Straight up, real talk. No cut. I don't play about it. What? There's a TikTok. You missed it. There's a TikTok. No, no TikTok references. We got to go. <laughs> um, yeah, man. See you guys once again. Next time you see us, in. we're going to be way darker. We're checking out. <laughs> and I'm already like. Cam is already my color. Like <laughs> how he's darker than me. First of all, first of all, I'm a brown skin gal. Okay. Y'all see, see his line of demarcation. Y'all see this? But just wish the rest of you was the same. We color. checking in. We checking out. Love y'all. Peace. We out.